Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Everybody, we are back. Another Halakha Hachzik. And today we're doing day number 50. Baruch Hashem, 50 days. Ah, and we're in Perik Gimel, Mishnah Yud Gimel, page 164 in the English. And here we go. Rabbi Akiva, oh man, schok, laughter, vikalot rosh, and just acting in a way of leviton. That means just acting foolish, not taking life seriously. Magilin le'erva, that eventually will make a person become accustomed to very immoral things. This means to say that and the other way, therefore. If it brings you towards erva, it brings just immoral things, meaning it means you're not taking life seriously. It means that you're not taking um, the Torah seriously. You're not taking your responsibilities of learning Torah or mitzvah seriously because you're just frivolous. You're just throwing away time, just laughing at everything. So then that's a good telltale sign that your instinct is in charge of your intellect, that your physical drive, your guf, is ruling over your ruach and neshama. If that's the case, the nefesh ends up in nerva every single time. The nefesh, one more time, let's make a t-shirt out of that. The nefesh ends up in erva every single time. It pushes towards physical things every single time. So certainly... If you're allowing Kalas Reich to be the thing that drives you, just know that that's your end. But the other way. But if you're COVID Rosh, if you take life seriously, and just fear. Fear means that I'm afraid because there's something real going on over here. There's something that affects me. If I drive somebody to the airport and that person is on a waiting list to see whether or not he's getting on the flight, Bechlal. And I don't drop him off. I walk with him into the airport. So you already know this is a made-up story, because how I walk in? I just left my car out there. It's going to get towed. What are you in? But it's a muscle, so relax yourself. I'm allowed, to park my, I'm allowed to park my car outside of JFK, Terminal 5, in a muscle. Maybe not even in a muscle. Who knows? Maybe they'll still tow it. Okay, so my car got towed. Are you happy now? You, you, you feeling good about yourself? I walk in with the guy... And turns out, turns out, turns out that when we walk up to the counter there by JetBlue, I could care a lot. Like, doesn't, but this guy's in Pachat. He's in Yira. Will he get on the flight? Will he not get on the flight? See, it has nothing to do with me, so I'm not in Yira. If I can have college rush at that moment, it's because it's not serious, because it's not me. If you have year, it's because you know that it's you. You know that it affects you. It pertains to you. So somebody who has COVID rush v'yira and it affects him for real, that's a siogla rias. That'll end up being a boundary around ever giving in to your instinct because now your intellect hops that it has to do with you. So instinct, take a back seat, guf. Ruach's got to take over. Your spiritual side has got to be inclined to leadership right now so that instinct will follow, not lead. And this whole mission is going to talk about boundaries that keep instinct in check. So what are boundaries that keep it in check? Masoret, which is tradition. 
So he tells us that these are all the different traditions that we have of what a person needs for the Malay v'chaser, meaning to read Pesukim correctly, the Ta'amim, all these different things there is Syag so that we don't find within the written Torah too many mistakes. And then Rabbeinu Yainas says, like you find in Talmud, that so many people figure, you know, the Talmud has different texts to it, it has different girsaot to it, and so he tells us, and remember he's a Rishan, that so many have this feeling of car blush, I can just go and rewrite the Talmud in different ways. He tells us how terrible is that if only there was a tradition protecting the Torah Shabbat like Bechtav, because in Bechtav we have rules of Malay Chas, all these different things. So he explains to us that a tradition of something keeps the thing that way. Great. Next. Ma'asrot siyogla osher. If you want to have uh, something to protect your wealth, give ma'aser. Like it says in Masech HaTanit, Alot HaTinuk Shaykara Aser Ta'aser Rabbi Yechanan said to ma'aser Bishvot HaTashar Var Malay V'chimod Al-Aser Kadosh Baruchim The kid said, I don't understand. Aser L'Tashar What you let to test Hashem to give 10% so that Hashem will give you riches. But doesn't it say V'aksiv Lo Tinas Hashem Like Eicham Armalei Hmm. Yeah, gonna give you, he's gonna open up the heavenly windows. Until there's so much bracha to come down, you're going to say to him enough of so much bracha that the Abisha said, in this, you're allowed to test me. In Ma'asar, you're allowed to test me. And that's why it says, by Maeser Siogla Oisher, somebody wants to become wealthy. Here it is. You heard it here. From the Elu Rabbein And don't say, look, Elif Kron Yeshli, I have a thousand core of wheat. Basically, I made a million dollars this year. You mean to tell me I'm supposed to give a hundred thousand dollars away? And the answer is, yeah, yeah, because the Abishta is the one who's giving you this money to begin with, and he's trusting that you will be the one to go and to do that. Shem's going to give you so much. Don't worry about it. And we've seen this to be true from experience. And tzedakah is the same thing as Aisher. The more tzedakah, Yosef Aisher, the more tzedakah you give, the more wealth you're going to get. Don't hold your heart back from giving a lot. Don't worry, thinking, oh no, I'm not going to have enough. To you. No, you know Hashem is going to go. Hashem is going to take care of you. Don't think, oh, because look, you're a multimillionaire. And you think, you know, I gave $5,000 to tzedakah. That's a lot of money. And 5000 is a lot. But it's not even close to your 10% that you're meant to give. Don't pat yourself on the back and say, Hashem is good with this. He's not. Hashem knows how much money he entrusted you with to be able to give out to the world. And it's going to be held against you. To finish off, you should know. If you have an ani who doesn't have much, but he gave his 10%. And his 10% ended up being $100. He made $1,000, he gave $100. As opposed to Oisher, he made a million dollars. And now he gave nine. He gave $90,000. 
He's off 10,000. I gave him 90,000. If you gave 99,000, 99,990, you're down 10 bucks. Hashem looks at it and says that the Ani gave more than you. Because he gave his 10%. It hurt him more. Or maybe it hurt him less. Meaning, we don't know your relationship to money, but ultimately, we do know that a person has that responsibility. You want to keep your wealth, you be sure to give that ma'asar. Have a great day. You have been listening to a shear by Hachzeik. If you have been impacted, please share with others. For the daily shear, please visit Hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.